It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is, when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video, so it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect. Design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to Eric's Family BBQ. BBQ.com for more information. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? And it is time now for Brady to give us all the news only Brady knows. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And again, the 12 Days of Strays. Hooters is bringing it to you. We got another one up today. I'll tell you about uh, that stray in just a little bit. I do believe it's night this week or today. Uh, let me look. Knight was a uh, black lab, uh, and that Knight's the one I was playing with that uh, I gave the Zoomies to. And I've never seen Zoomies like this in my life. Knight needs someone active. He's to be worked. <laughs> Knight needs to be worked. Knight's a blast. He's a, he's a, like, he, all he wanted to do was have fun, uh, and Knight was awesome. He's part of the Humane Society, and uh, Hooters and Learner and Row helping us out with the 12 Days of Strays. Uh, you you can check it out at 98kupd.com. Is this the video for Knight? Uh, you have it up there? Let me see it. I haven't watched this yet. Oh, no, it's not the video. Just There's the, a video up there. Yeah, me. but I think that's a view with some other dog. Oh, oh that isn't night. That's, I don't know. Let's see. It's credit. Oh, oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah that's night. Night and I wouldn't stop. I had a blast with this dog. He does the agility training with me. I get him to do the loops, and then he started going. And this is right before the Zoomies. Everybody, it's John Homer from the Morning Sickness. Oh, there's me. It is time hey, look at this guy. The 12 days of look at this twink. What a POS. <laughs> and today's featured beauty is my friend Knight. Knight is very playful. I mean, and what you're seeing on this video run, right here run, run, mm-hmm. is Knight a dog that is done. And this is his break, and then he takes off. best friend forever, which I don't know why you wouldn't. Then all you have to do is go to 98kupd.com, head on down to the Arizona Humane Society. And get yourself in yeah, I don't know if they show him losing Knight, it. Learner and Rowan Hooters will take care of that adoption fee for you if you want to make that At one point, he just... You tell when he got him over yeah. the little agility thing. He, oh, was he just threw himself, he'd throw himself on the ground. He was awesome. So funny. Like, he had such a personality. But Knight's ready to go. Knight's ready for somebody who wants a buddy to hike oh, with. Oh, he's going to be leaping into the pool. Oh, he's, oh, he's going to be a party. He's a good-looking dog. Oh, he's beautiful. Too. You might want to get him in that uh, jumping competition. You know where they go Oh, yeah, the they docks. leap into the pools. I bet you he'd be one of them. Oh, those yeah. 28-foot jumps. 
That's pretty cool. Knight was awesome. He's today's stray for 12 Days of Strays. And if you want to get that, 98kupd.com. Hooters and Learner and Row helping us out. They will waive the adoption fees for you. It's all been paid for. Uh, by the way, every year more than 10,000 homeless pets come through the Humane Society. They need food. They need life. They need love. They need life-saving care. Uh, and there's more that need help. So it's not just night down there. There's a lot of them. So if you're in the, if you're in the market... Uh, it's a great place to go down there and help them empty that empty that place. We went empty with it with COVID, which was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Some shelters adopted out all the dogs because people were like, "I need a friend," and you know, and it was great. You realize the power of animals in your life when when you need to be home all the time and you got that best friend hanging out with you. It's great. So uh, it's I'm telling you, if you don't have an animal right now, if you if you're like Jen Gardner downstairs, who who wouldn't stop arguing with me all day yesterday about nonsense fight after fight after fight and then we made up everything's fine i think but she doesn't love her kids because she won't get them a dog what a terrible mother yeah, that's what i say the only good mother is a mother that realizes that a child needs the love of a pet at home to understand how to socialize later but you can leave like, the kids at home with a pet she, little baby exactly well she actually said the words i don't love them enough and i'm like well it shows Man, at least you, she's honest. Yeah, she know. said, I got to get out and get plastered at uh, Fan Fest. I don't have time for this. <laughs> like, whatever. Anyway, Hooters, thank you. Brady, report it. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. It's the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. That's right. That's why as you're driving by all the flags in the city, you're like, who died? So I believe the, I said that the, earlier, half, yeah, the half staff is for, uh, for Pearl Harbor today. I would assume so. Around 300 people helped this 101-year-old Navy vet make it to the big remembrance ceremony in Hawaii. Jeez, he's put on some weight. <laughs> uh, his name is Ira Schaub Jr. He was on a ship in the harbor when the bombs hit. Is this a dude that jumped off? Well, to get to Hawaii, he needed two caregivers to go with him. Family couldn't afford it, and the charity was able to pay for one. So his daughter started to go fund me. Which uh, got him another fifteen grand, and uh, he gets to go over there and check it out. Why does it cost an old man to fly so much? How, Two caregivers, and then well, I don't know. But I don't think that was her goal. But that's how much money came in. Get a free trip to Hawaii to take care of an old man. Yeah, it'll yeah. be a good trip for him. Man. A He's sponge and some plastic yeah. sheets. Sign me up. But yeah, he, his story is pretty amazing because he was. I think he was. I think Oklahoma, and he jumped off of it when it got hit. He jumped off to get onto another boat. Like he leapt off the thing. Oh yeah! It was like it's capsizing. It's over. And he jumped off. So his story is like guy who jumped in the water and swam away from the fiery, oily water and got onto something else, and it got hit. Like his story is unreal. Um, have you been to Pearl Harbor? Did you ever go? I have not. I haven't either. No. Have. And I you have. To. Yeah. Well, I've heard mixed reviews. To be honest, it's that it's a like. Of course, it's somber and it's American history, but it's small and it's kind of not taken care of. I, it, it was taken care of. I, I know they just did a bunch of remodeling and stuff yeah, like okay. there. I just read, but uh, well, I just heard a couple of things to, today that they're trying to. They're not fixed, but there's photos of uh, a lot of typos, incorrect. Oh yeah, like stuff that's this not right. Ship is a year later. This right. person was on this. You know, historical uh, inaccuracies. Yeah, it was. It, but it was somber when you actually go out oh, to the sure, thing right man. over the Arizona. Arizona. It's like, is, looking at it, it's like yeah. whoa. And being in that memorial, yeah. like oh. underneath it, and yeah. watching the oil come up. Yep. They call it the yeah. tears of the yeah, Arizona. The, the flags aren't down for Pearl Harbor. It's for Bob Dole. There we go. Wow. So we were wrong. So who died is Bob Dole. Thank you. 
to Michael Legault, our gay listener that occasionally sends me emails that got quarantined by our company. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I see my quarantine list every once in a while. I'm like, Legault's all over it. <laughs> well, what are you doing? Sending me... Stop it. Twink all stuff. The gay twink stuff. <laughs> the FBI followed Russell Crowe around for almost two years in the early 2000s after they got a credible threat. Al-Qaeda was going to kidnap him as a cultural destabilization plot. Whoa. We must have the guy from Gladiator. Yeah. I have to fortify these walls. <laughs> Everyone must know. Russell, we've got a little problem. What is it? Al-Qaeda wants to take you somewhere. We'll fortify my walls. Tell him hell's coming. Hell is on its way. <laughs> hell is coming. All right, Russell, enough. Just get in the hotel room. Come get Decimus Maximus. We have to fortify the walls of this Four Seasons. <laughs> the Bahamas almost became a Canadian province in 1911. But the plan fell through, mostly because of a wave of racist fear that black people would leave the Bahamas to come live in the other provinces. Oh, Wait a minute. Was it to keep the black people? Hold on. Time out. Don't do that to Brett. Brett, you heard, you heard something you only So they did it to keep black people in or black people out? The wave of fear of the black people would leave it. the Bahamas and come over to Canada since they're well, now... Canadians included. didn't want the Bahamanians. Correct. Yeah, they wanted Bahama. Uh, let's not take over that But if we take country, Bahama, yeah. that means They'll they're welcome over range. here. Right. There's no paperwork when they come over. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody is leaving the Bahamas to move to Canada where it's snow. Well, look look around Toronto. Through that. Around Second Toronto. highest population of Jamaicans is Toronto, Canada. I would, I would stay in the Bahamas in a heartbeat. Ontario. I would never go to Have Canada. No. Rather than the Bahamas. Where, Canada? Bahamas. Bahamas. Oh, no, uh-uh. But look at it. Come on. <laughs> it's better than Canada. Yeah. Unless you're in Vancouver. It's pretty nice. I've been to Vancouver. It's cold. the BC part of... Uh, All right, but yeah, still, it's not the Bahamas. Bahamas no. it's, not a, it's not a destination like the Bahamas is. Yeah, yeah. If anything, the black people are like, keep the Canadians out of here. <laughs> I don't want that coming down there. Sure they're is. so nice, though, John. Yeah. Oh, they're great. We don't like syrup. Don't want your syrup no more. Get away from us. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. What's going on? I'm Bahamanian, eh? <laughs> Baja Canadian, eh? It's like exactly backbacon. It's like backbacon, eh? Letter Kenny Bahama does not need to happen. <laughs> Do you want some of my mango? That's a hard no, eh? Mango. <laughs> not a twink, right? <laughs> now we're in a Donnybrook. Yeah, the streets no, yeah. are littered with toques all over. You don't Great. need them. It's too yeah. hot, man. Now we're in a Donnybrook. Don't skip leg day, eh? Furda. Why'd you keep saying furda? Furda boys, eh? The original lyrics of Rupert Holmes' escape, escape song, the Pina Colada. I think it's Escape the Pina Colada song. Okay. Well, I think that's it. The original huh? uh, lyrics oh, were, if you like Humphrey Bogart. If you like Humphrey Bogart. Getting caught in the rain. Getting caught. It's harder to say. But sing. Holmes thought he had too many Bogart references in other songs. Bogey McCall. Did, did he write Bogey McCall? Is yeah. that his thing? Just like Bogey that was a, McCall. That wasn't him. That, no, that was B.J. Uh, you know, B.J. No, Thomas. No, it wasn't. No. Late, late show. Sail away to Key anyway. Largo. Who sang oh, Key Largo? Bertie Higgins. Bertie Higgins. There you go. <laughs> He's looking at you, kid. <laughs> He's looking at you, kid. Apparently, he, he doesn't even like pina coladas. Oh, I grew up on Yacht Rock. like K.O. Pectate. It was eight hours a day at my house. My mom had... Albuquerque's KOB. Let's do some more Bertie Higgins. Here's some Rupert Holmes. That was constant. Jim Reeves at our house. Oh, it was nonstop. CW, I call. 
CW, that's hillbilly stuff. Convoy. That's convoy. convoy. That's your convoy. That's guy. not yacht rock. No, I said that's what we we didn't have. No, babe. My mom's my mom's gonna dial in, try to be the eighth caller to win a, a two day cruise to uh, Cabo San Lucas or every day they do eight a.m. Do the call in. She also do that TV call in. The no, just radio. The movie call in. She was addicted to KOB and she listened to this at eight fifteen every morning. The zoo. Did their uh, call in to try to win a, a two day trip to uh, Key Largo? No, uh, had to be Key Largo. What's <laughs> that? What's that? Mazatlan. Oh, I think. I think. Terrible. You'd, have, you'd fly to Los Angeles and get on a boat for a day. Then you're dropped off for six hours in Mexico, and then you get back in the boat. You go back to LA and you fly home. It's like 48 hours. Quickest. It was. A, it was more trouble. And I'm like seven. I'm like this is more trouble than it's worth. Don't you see? It seems like a lot of travel. Here we go. There you, you go. go. Big chorus. We had it all. We had it. Like Mom, I need my lunch. Shut up. Let it finish. Hurry up. Isn't that a great song? Did I want to escape you and your father and go to Key Largo. <laughs> Did watch the Maltese Falcon again the other day. It's a good great movie. A new study found that even our dogs overeat this time of the year. Well, that's our fault, isn't it? Yeah. Trying to get my dog. Seventy percent of dog owners admit they're giving them table scraps, scraps during the yeah. holidays. Eighty percent have even given their dog a special holiday meal around Thanksgiving and Christmas. No. I know people that do that. I would assume anorexia also skyrockets, huh? uh, like bulimia and stuff. Dogs? No, no. For well, maybe <laughs> I don't know if that. <laughs> see a dog with his paws. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take it anymore. You're looking a little chubby, Scoob. <laughs> Might want to throw the old paw in the throat. <laughs> like Scooby's got an eating disorder. Scooby snack? No. A store that sells trees in the UK, Christmas trees. <laughs> I just thought of a very special Scooby Doo where he starts getting to be skin and bones. We're going to have to put you down, old buddy. You got to eat something. No. So fat, shaggy. <laughs> You're not fat. You have body dysmorphia, buddy. They try to teach kids through Scooby's eating disorder. I'll, I'll write it. It's going to be great. Like, I don't want any. Like, Scoob, eat the snack. <laughs> Goodbye, Shraggy. Comes in with those giant sandwiches. And just tries to get him to eat one of those yeah. giant uh, stacked up big weedy sandwiches. sandwiches. Yeah, for the weed heads. Like, smoke a little of this. It'll spark your appetite, Scoob. <laughs> Sorry, I just think it's funny. To, uh, it's really sad to, th- to think of Scooby as skin and bones. But There's a store in the UK that sells Christmas trees, and they commissioned a study that found more couples are putting Christmas trees in their bedroom to improve their sex life. They say the pine smell is part of it. When you put it in the bedroom, it just sets a more oh, of a so romantic real, setting the in, the in the bedroom. Yeah, they say real is better than fake, unless you got it to... Uh, the, well, that's true of orgasms as well. Scented tree. Yeah. yeah, so the tree may be bring on real trees, bring on real orgasms. Fake trees bring on fake ones. And you know, I think he's maybe they're having a little fun with that real wood rather than the fake. I get it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Isn't there a Christmas tree shortage? Because it like, yeah, I know. We all just did a Gilroy. Thanks a lot, Brady. <laughs> Brady Gilroy. A new study found that uh. Viagra might. Prevent Alzheimer's. Don't you tie those in. <laughs> Researchers at the Cleveland Clinic have been trying to figure out if any drugs already approved by the FDA could help with Alzheimer's. 
and generic Vi- Viagra looks promising. They went through more than 7 million medical records, found that men who were on it were much less likely to develop Alzheimer's over a six-year period. The one stat that listed older guys who took Viagra on a regular basis cut their risk by 69%. All right. <laughs> so now they'll get halfway through jerking off and remember why they were doing it. It won't just be that weird halfway. What am I? Oh, Grandpa's got his dick in his hand. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Again. Ah, we're at Home Depot. <laughs> Put that away. Wallet Hub just unleashed their annual study of the most sinful cities in the U.S. based upon stats that correspond to the seven deadly sins. Well, Vegas. Gilbert, Arizona. Vegas, number yeah, one. Atlantic um, City. Phoenix did make the top 25. No kidding. But Because uh, we're sinful. Gilbert was uh, 140. San Francisco is nothing but sin. 140, wow. If you did it by biblical terms, San Francisco's first. Then Palm Springs. Yes. Because they hate all that gay. That's much worse than gambling. Oh, is Palm Springs a big twink? Oh, Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Massive twink. Driven through it. Don't stop Oh, it's beautiful. It's an amazing place. It's incredibly well decorated. Clean. (laughs) Clean. You got wrath. What's that? Based on things like violent crimes and shootings. St. Louis is number one in that category. Wow, that's... Jealousy. Louis? Yeah. Jealousy based on things like fraud and identity theft. Little Rock, Arkansas, number one in that category. Math uh, hillbillies. Gluttony. There's a lot of envy in Gluttony. Little Rock. St. Louis again. San Louis, a bunch of fats. Greed. Reno, Nevada. Hmm. Lust. Top city is Houston. That's based on things like strip clubs per oh. capita and porn searches. Vanity. Based on things like tanning salons and plastic surgery. L.A. L.A. Yeah. Sloth. Based on things like exercise rates and average work hours. Baton mm. Rouge. Really? So they don't work out at they all don't. and they work yeah. like three hours a day. Yep. <laughs> so they're fat. That's why they, you know, I don't think there's a, I don't think uh, Louisiana is that. I think it just needs to be mowed. Every time I see Louisiana, I was like, don't they have a weed eater? No, it's it's not. I think it's just lazy people that don't do the job. I know that it's wet, (laughs) but you look at other places that are wet, and it's at least manicured. That place, they've let it grow wild, and it looks like garbage. Yeah, outside of New Orleans. You Uh, get down on St. Charles, and everything's well-groomed. Because it's underwater. Yeah. Like, New Orleans shouldn't be there. Overall, St. Louis is runner-up to Las Vegas, followed by Houston, L.A., Denver, Philadelphia, Atlanta, St. Louis is Miami, the second most sinful city in the United States. Because they had States. those Because they have crime. Number ones in two categories. Fat crime. That's the main reason. <laughs> no, they were. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, Brad. The, the least sinful cities. Port St. Lucie, Florida. Meredith, New Hampshire. Fremont, California. Salt Lake City. Is that your dream place? Columbia, yeah, Maryland. Yeah. I'm going to live in a barn there. Coral, Florida. Did you put any bid on that place? No, I tried, and then it wasn't for sale anymore. I think they saw me, and they're like, P.O.S. <laughs> P.O.S. You're going to live in a barn? It's a beautiful Did place. Are you going to be Dalton from uh, Roadhouse or what? Yeah, it was sort of Dalton-y. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. He's got Ben Gazzara living across the way from him. <laughs> Unbelievable place. And I don't know how I found it, but I found it. And you know what's even better? I've been looking at it a lot lately again. Uh, and it's up on Wakiwan Road and Wakiwan Lake. Perfect. Next to uh, Lake Winnipesaukee. It's a gorgeous place. Uh, Beautiful place. Right up the road as I was doing another search, they have a they have a road. No kidding. B E E H O L E. B Hole Road. 
And I started laughing. I'm like, maybe I should live there. Uh, go to Wakawan. It's the one up to the left. Lake Wakawan. Has it gone up? No, it's, they'd the, stop it's selling. Like, I literally made contact with a real estate agent. Like, it's not for sale anymore, you POS. <laughs> we saw you. And it's left down. Uh, you're going to find Wakawan. Jesus, I can find this it for you. This is Wakawan, right? I know, down. Right, see that? Nope, up, up, up. And that there's a road. Nope, down. This way. It's not on the lake. Go this way, Rich. There it is. There it is, Wakawan that road right there. Wakawan Road. Up, back, back, back. I can see the damn barn. Ah, uh, here we go. Pointed out what? Come on! That's my barn. Wow! And I'm going to move there. Look at that. I'm live there in a barn forever. Put but your little blue guy down there. Oh. That's all. That's all one place, yeah. one property. It's built in 1796. Wow! You know who's going to come over? And when I got interest in Daryl Hall will they, come over. Uh, that's what he I was. I, oh, yep. He's the reason I started looking in the area because I love the houses up there. Is that where he's at? Well, he's up in uh, New England, and he rebuilds uh, yeah. homes from the Revolutionary War. Oh, yeah, did you ever okay. see yeah. that show? That's a great show. Yeah, but it, but no, I've only seen his at Daryl's. No, okay. Unreal. Stone houses oh, wow. or something yeah. like that, most of them. So I'm looking, and this thing's unreal, and it was for sale. And it's like 5,000 square feet on four acres for seven ninety six. Jeez. I know. That's probably more now, but I want it. But they took it off the market when I called. Where are you? What's your name? I'm John Holmberg. Swede? Yeah, POS. <laughs> they saw Phoenix. Well, no, they did. I don't know what they saw. I think they saw my Holmberg name and thought, more Jews. <laughs> <laughs> we got enough of those when New York comes up here in the summer. A bill has been proposed in New Jersey that would allow judges in the state to appoint lawyers to animal victims in cruelty cases. The animal gets a lawyer? Yep. That doesn't happen now? The bill passed unanimously in the Senate earlier this year and is awaiting for assembly Good. vote. If it's passed, lawyers could volunteer to be liaisons between the court and the abused animal. Uh, yeah, that's great. Some dog-loving lawyers that'll take that on. I gotta get up there. Toledo, get that off the screen. I'm gonna drift away into my my fake life in beautiful Meredith, New Hampshire. Oh, this isn't it. Sorry. That's pretty though. Wow. Look, yeah, at, that. look at that. Look at that place. You know what I did the other day when I was just bored? When I had COVID? Uh-oh. I uh, watched Aerial America over New Hampshire. Yeah. I watched it three you times. You can pick your, your yeah. city? Wow. It's pretty great. Well, I think it's on the Paramount Plus network. You have all the aerials, every state. I love it here. I love Arizona, and I'm scared of the cold, but the barn. You see this fireplace. This It's like a 10-foot wall. It's like Batman or... But you'll be... Random, Randall, Randall, what is Randolph Hearst's fireplace? That giant one from yeah. Citizen Kane? It's uh, forget it. But you'll definitely be burrowed in for the winter Good. up there. Less people. Just the buildings. Look at that. You got one Look big long that. building there. Is that the house? The, no, oh. this is one. This is your neighbor. Good looking place. And then there's a barn back here. I'm in. Who's with me? You want to go? No, I'm no. In. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do the show from there. The barn. Okay. I missed the barn. This lady that lives in Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. Gara oh. Sullivan. I got the feels, boys. She's a hairdresser, <laughs> and she has a pet guinea pig. And she lets the guinea pig sleep with her in the bed. Ew. That doesn't end well. Never let I a guinea sleep often, with you. Whoa, yeah, anybody, whoa, whoa, any woman whoa, in bed with a whoa. guinea is ri- ridiculous. That's gross. It's, it's slippery. Slippery it's... and dirty, and there's hair everywhere. Oh, Yuck. come on now. You, you'd let a guinea sleep in your bed? Pig. <laughs> anyway, this, this guinea pig... Um, 
Everything was fine. She didn't crush it. I thought that'd be a That's thing to worry about. Sure. But she woke up and the guinea uh, chewed her bangs off. <laughs> That'll happen. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. like all of her hair's gone. Yeah, except two kind of couple of she strands no- there. Well, I guess you wouldn't notice that. It might be nice. You don't think it's getting chewed off. I think I'd hear that, though, wouldn't you? All night long with that. That would wake me. She's a body positive, powerful yeah. sleeper. She looks like Katy Perry ate Elijah Wood. <laughs> the natural. Uh, He's hit- cute, though. I got to yeah, say, I've is. never seen one of those. He might be like- a hairless. Yeah. Well, she is now. <laughs> Maybe that's what he was wanting to do. Match up with me. Could be. Oh, man. Um, the natural. Never trust a in- guinea hairstylist either. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Get off the hair thing. Come on, what's wrong with you? Get my hair. Who's touching my hair? This skinny just cut off on my hair with his mouth. That's how they do it. That's how they comb hair. Oh my God, they do? Yeah, you can't trust a guinea. They'll just chew your hair off. Oh, my God. Put the olive oil on the blades afterwards. It's like I woke up and my whole chest was just empty. I had no hair. Somebody ate it. You in bed with a guinea? I was. I always sleep with a guinea. Don't you? Everybody sleeps with a guinea. Come on. So the Natural History Museum in London has a T-Rex, and they decided to get the uh, T-Rex in the Christmas spirit. They made a sweater for the T-Rex. It's the largest. <laughs> it's a giant sweater. Oh, my God, that's thing. adorable. Them, uh, I wish Barry Wood was 100 on 100 hours it. to make that sweater. Holy crap. That's pretty awesome. A Christmas sweater on a T-Rex. That giant beast has been reduced to that millions of years later. Or hundreds. I got a couple of quick radio videos. The first one is in slow motion, but the guy's got the uh, the little sword out to open up the champagne bottle for a toast. Yeah. Oh, one of those things. Commander Bragg. Did he cut his hand off? What happens? Mick oh, Bragg. Close. Yeah, yes, Mick Bragg. That's right. Did I ever tell you about their time? All right, so he's going to chop it off with a sword or a knife. <gasps> he's cutting himself. It's not going to be good. Oh, the whole bottle just, oh, just blew up in his hands. And I'm surprised uh, he drop didn't it, drop himself. it, drop the glass, you idiot. Oh, there it goes indeed. Well, that was dumb. <laughs> He's barefoot. barefoot. Dumb old man. Jesus. That's what you get for owning a sword, you nutball. Last one is... I took it off of a kraut in WW2. <laughs> Swiped it right off his body. My uncle's got one from a Tojo, but this one's good. Last one's what you... This is... On the heels where you're talking about living up in Buffalo. Oh, yeah. It's what you do when you hit a tree in Buffalo in your backyard and there's snow. Or New Hampshire. When you hit it with your I know, it's New Hampshire, but I was... Well, I want to be in New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You bonk the tree and all the snow that's sitting on it comes piling down on you. That's pretty good. These are adorable Christmassy videos. Where are the girls getting hurt? Where are the kids on skateboards there. going upside down? I got, a, I got a wildebeest here that Rico sent in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what a, is that the new term? Yeah, wildebeest? So. Okay. That, that's clean, right? Yeah. Let's see if I can. This oh, will... yeah, we've seen this. She's we have? She's shaving oh. with the kids in the oh, pool. Oh, is she shaving in the pool? Yeah, yeah. we have. Oh, okay. Girl, look at her. Okay, I can't watch yeah, that. That's an oldie, but a goodie. Fat pigs shaving in a public pool. It's the cleanest thing that's going on in that pool, though. At least it's some hygiene. Oh. Just don't nick your leg because the urine from all those poor kids is going to get in there. And oh. That's all that's in a public pool. Poor kid urine. And that's the deadliest urine of all. 
<laughs> That's why I wouldn't do that. Yuck. It's like Slide Rock. It's strawberry oh. lemonade. Slide Rock's different. Slide Rock's worse than a public pool. John, they're urine insecure. That's right. That, well, no, no, they've got plenty of security. They throw it everywhere. <laughs> Publicly. And there you go. That is your Brady Report brought to you by our friends at Hooters. It's 98 KUPD. The best the world has to offer in music, drama, and comedy. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.